You're listening to the Speak Truth in Love Ministries podcast. This is where we dive into the word, read together, learn together, and speak the truth with love and compassion, because we're all coming from different places. Whether you're seasoned or just starting out, there's something here for everyone. We're so excited you're joining us. James 1, 9 through 11. Believers who are poor have something to boast about, for God has honored them, and those who are rich should boast that God has humbled them. They will fade away like a little flower in the field. The hot sun rises and the grass withers, the little flower droops and falls, and its beauty fades away. In the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements. This passage took me some time sitting with God to think about how to approach this. We live in a culture in our country where we're successful if we have money and material things. And I don't mean that they're used as our idols, but it does appear to the world standards that you must be doing something right with your life if you have stuff. Or even if you just happen to make ends meet with not much left over, it's easy to think, Well, I just have enough for what I need. I think it's great to feel blessed and to have gratitude for those things or an attitude of gratitude, but God has more in store for us. We just have to look beyond the world standards to see how God sees riches. When we are rich in spirit, it's a beautiful thing, but do we really understand what that means? It's assumed that Jesus and his brother James were probably poor for most or all of their lives. Jesus had spent part of his childhood as a refugee in Egypt, and James wanted us to realize in this passage that no matter what our social or economic situations, he wants us to see beyond those things and look to our eternal advantages. What we have in our relationship with Jesus Christ will outweigh anything else we could ever have in this life. Knowing Jesus gives us our true identity and our purpose for our life In Jesus is where we find our true dignity. Ultimately, whatever God's will is for your life, glory in it, because there will come a time where the old will pass away and old things become new, just as in 2 Corinthians 5.17. When you are poor in the world standards, it's easy to feel discouraged and that God is not there with you. When this is saying to embrace it, and glory over the fact that you're in a position, your, your position in heaven is considered high or elevated in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter what your status is here on earth because it's ultimately about your spiritual status with Jesus. And there are so many passages throughout the Bible about the first being the last and the last being the first. So seek your relationship with Jesus. Know that he has already gone through anything that you might be going through and be encouraged about what the Bible says about living poor. And when you are rich, there's two ways to think about this. When you are rich in the world standards, what you need most is humility. It's easy to lose sight of your relationship with God when you have this sense of security and feeling that you have everything that you need. Unfortunately, many that have everything that they need financially or materialistically, end up losing sight of their dependence on God. When verse 10 says, rich should boast that God has humbled them, they will fade away like a little flower in the field. When we leave this earth, 
all of our worldly riches are going to be gone. None of it's going to matter anymore. What I love seeing the most is when people work hard, for example, in their profession and make more and more money throughout their career, and they have what I call a gratitude attitude. They look for opportunities to bless others with their finances. They can do so much more, not only for their finances, like more in savings, more in retirement, but they can also bless others around them with a giving heart. And God wants us to stay humble, which helps to keep your mind and your spirit in check. Another way to think about this word rich being used is rich in spirit. How do we define rich in spirit? Here's another verse that combines these two thoughts about worldly riches and spiritual riches. Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Sometimes I laugh at how direct these verses are. <laughs> it doesn't need to be sugar-coated. <laughs> we can clearly take the hint that riches on earth are not worth it. And although they're nice, they aren't worth it. It doesn't mean that we can't have anything nice, but our world focuses way too much on working harder and harder so that we can pay more and more for things, whether they're vacations, those side-by-side -side rangers, more toys for our kids, more toys for ourselves, like electronics, um, maybe storing up more in our retirements than we could ever possibly spend. Where is our heart in all of this? I have been through stages where I have worked so hard and so much that my family and my relationship with God took the back burner. When we realized that we needed to simplify our life, pay off our debts, cut back on work, it was the most freeing experience. But then we could take a look at what really mattered in our life, family, freedom, friendship, and most importantly, our faith. When work is distracting us from our faith, we need a gut check. What are we really doing with our lives? If on Sunday mornings we find ourselves skipping church because we're exhausted and just want at least just one day where we can sleep in and relax, then where are our priorities? Because they're certainly not focused on our relationship with Jesus. And I'm not saying that you get a slap on the wrist for not showing up to church Sunday morning, but these are all questions to be asking ourselves. Are we putting what matters the most as our highest priority? It doesn't mean that we stop working and providing for our family because we see them less. It's about a healthy balance that keeps our mind, body, and soul in line and balanced in every other area of our life. The end of verse 11 says, in the same way, the rich will fade away with all of their achievements. And I think that aligns perfectly with the need to stay humble. God humbles the rich because if we can accept that all the things that we've worked for and achieved on this earth are going to completely disappear one day and, and that's okay, then it'll help us check where our heart is. We have to accept that God is the treasure that we need more than anything else. Lord, I pray that you would help us stay on track in this world of distractions and the next best things and just help remind us what really matters in our life. Help us to seek you more. Humble us when we're blessed by you. 
Remind us to bask in your glory when we just don't feel rich in life. Help us to seek you first above all else. Help us rely on your goodness and your grace through everything and everyone we face. I pray that you would remind us to focus on the things that really matter in our life here on earth. Help us to grow in our relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Speak Truth in Love Ministries. Tell us about what settled in your heart from today's podcast and how we can pray for you. Follow us on Facebook and God bless you.